Tito's and Shiner Gonna be an all-nighter And I just might find her At the Whataburger line Dance halls and women But man, I'm wishing That I was fishing by the river Howdy, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another raspy-voiced version of Texas, the show about some things, Texas. And some things not. We have got a super informational episode in store for you today. It's going to be a doozy. as always, your favorite segment and ours to do, your not-sponsors. Not-sponsors. They don't sponsor us. They give us no money, no clout, zero attention for all of the things we do for them. Who's our first not-sponsor? Our first not-sponsor of today's episode of Tex-ish is Wildflower Pollen. Wildflower Pollen. Feeling good because it's springtime? Not for long. Wildflower Pollen. Is that dust on my SUV? No, it's just Wildflower Pollen. Looks good in pictures, feels horrible in your lungs. Wildflower Pollen. Why do you sound like garbage, coworker? I don't know, because of wildflower pollen. Wildflower pollen. I feel like that's a low blow. It's. I mean, it's more just every... Like you work, I mean, you guys can hear it. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. it's in you. It's 100% right here. You work remotely for a company in LA. I work for an in-person company in Austin, and every morning for two weeks, it's allergies. Wildflower. Wildflower it's pollen. It's like food, water, wildflower pollen. Get your pictures while you can. So, uh, I don't know. Suck it, Lady Bird Johnson. You make <laughs> us feel like garbage. Wildflower <laughs> pollen. Making us all feel horrible since 1964. Wildflower, wildflower pollen. pollen. <laughs> Our other not sponsor is Guys Who Buy Bottle Service at Clubs. Guys, guys who, who buy bottle service at clubs. clubs. Can't talk to women? Still can't. Guys, guys who, who buy, buy bottle, bottle service at clubs. clubs. Are you just looking for a little bit of clout? Guys, guys who, who buy bottle service at clubs. clubs. Do you like spending $200 for a $20 bottle of vodka? <laughs> guys, guys who, who buy, buy bottle service at clubs. clubs. Is that a five in the daylight, but a 10 in this darkness? Guys, guys who, who buy, buy bottle service at clubs. clubs. <laughs> who are all those people? Because they're sure not your friends. Guys, guys who, who buy bottle service at clubs. clubs. I'm dead inside. <laughs> you didn't buy the bottle service. Though, no, right? absolutely not. You just watched it I'm happen. Just, yeah, yeah, I watched it nice. happen. It was really fun. Was it fun? It was a lot of fun, man. Yeah. yeah. So um, part of the reason I'm I'm so hoarse is all wildflower pollen. Now we're not sponsored. Yeah. And uh, I also went and did some high rocks cheering. Yeah, which is uh, almost as hard as high rocks doing. I would argue it's harder. I yeah. had a way harder time than they did. It's true. Yeah, it's yeah. a pretty easy event. It's pretty easy. <laughs> like, it's not hard at all. Like, yeah. a world record would set. So, yeah. like, it can't be that hard. It can't be that hard to set world records. Yeah. At a brand new sport. I mean, guys, it's just a workout. It's really just Chill. a long workout. <laughs> I bet CrossFit people look at high rocks and they're like, it's just a wad, bro. Yeah. It's like, well, we do that on a Saturday. It's like our warm up. It's our warm up, guys. It is funny, though, because I, there are like CrossFit people who try and do it. Yeah. And they fail miserably because of that run. Because of how hard it actually is. Oh, my gosh. I, I saw so many super heavy, you know, like 200 pound. Yeah. Tree fire, trunk guys. Yeah. Tree trunk guys just struggling on that yeah. run. It was amazing. Isn't it great watching like wine barrels with tree trunks for legs oh, run it's around? Fantastic. It's great. It's Where's best. Rich Froning when you need him? Exactly. Uh, he's retired. Is buying where he bottle is. service at clubs. <laughs> I don't think he drinks, actually. Speaking of buying bottle service, 
Boys of Clubs, um, with all of our newfound sponsorship money, we could be those guys. We could be those Who's guys. Who's our sponsor, Gunner? Our sponsor for this episode and every episode moving forward is Manscaped. Manscaped. And we have a very special read for today because I don't know if you knew this, but April is Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. I did know this. Our dear friend Lance Armstrong's favorite month. We'll get to him a we'll little bit later. In a but fellas, have you started your spring cleaning yet? The carpets need cleaning, the drapes need dusting, and your lawn needs mowing. Spring has sprung, and the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming have the best tools for cleaning aisle five in your pants. Time to clear out your winter brush and join 4 million other men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com right now. Put a lawnmower 4.0 in your cart and use code TEXISH at checkout for 20% off plus free worldwide shipping and i gotta tell you it's so satisfying to use this lawnmower 4.0 and i'll tell you why there was one time when i was still learning how to groom myself downstairs with a wife around because in college you can just do it in the middle of the floor and most people are like oh add it to the collection right you marry a girl and all of a sudden it's like get that nasty stuff out of my sight so i learned pretty quickly okay we've got to find ways around this but here's the thing. Other inferior men's grooming tools mm-hmm. nick you. So I would get the hair, but then my wife would still be like, why is there a little bit of blood on... Did somebody get murdered? It's like, what happened down here? Because I'm not on my you know monthly thing. And I'd be like, oh, I must have nicked a little bit down under when I was trying to get certain places. That has not happened with the Lawnmower 4.0 because the Lawnmower 4.0 uses Manscaped's patented skin safe technology. So, all you got to do, guys, is start off your spring cleaning using the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to get the most precise shave on your hedges. Did we mention it's waterproof as well? No need to worry about watering your grass with this tool. Equipped with an LED light so you know it'll be a major asset in your new shower routine. And once again, we just have to say Manscaped as well as Texas, is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men aged 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families, minus Lance Armstrong, impacted by testicular cancer as part of the We Save Balls initiative. So right now, if you go to manscaped.com, order anything in the store, especially the Lawnmower 4.0, and use code Texas, T-E-X-I-S-H, you'll get 20% off. You'll get free shipping with the code TEXISH, but you will also be supporting a worthy cause, raising awareness for testicular cancer. Save the balls. Save the balls. Save the lives. Shout out Lance Armstrong. Shouts out Lance Armstrong. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> what uh, what happened one time in Texas history? Once upon a time once in Texas upon history. A time. So once upon a time in Texas history. The year was 1886. That's not long after we were founded. And on October 26th in that year, approximately 14,000 people attended the opening day of the Texas State Fair. Ah. Now, the Texas State Fair is something that people all around the world have heard of, I assume. Yes. Mostly because of Big Tex. Yes. Now, some of you may know this, some of you may not. Big Tex is famous for having a hinge jaw so that he can make broad announcements to everybody in the park yes but on october 19th 2012 dude caught fire oh no and burned down 
What? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> they're not really sure what happened, but on October nineteenth, Big Tex uh, went up in flames. I'm sure Mammy uh, flicked a cigarette oh, while the corn dog or something. <laughs> <laughs> no smoking. That Mammy didn't. Hey know man, that. Big Tex just couldn't quit. You know, couldn't quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the Texas State Fair has been going on since the late 1800s. That's crazy. And this is one of those times where we're gonna get a little bit like serious yeah um, it's kind of famous for being segregated oh good <laughs> so for a long time the texas state fair was completely segregated uh they did not allow black people in f- for like a long time so was it segregated or it was just black people so were not allowed they were allowed on a special day um that had a name that i can't say yeah was it black history month no 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 it's so much worse than that oh um it was blank day is what they called it. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. And it gets worse. Um, <laughs> oh my God. There was in. I'm just going to sit here and take it. I know. I, I, I feel like, hey, listen, this is history. We have to learn from our mistakes. Yeah. Also, it's history. We didn't do it. We can't anyway. shy away from the, the, the burns. The, yeah. From the scars. Mm-hmm. We have to know where they are and what they are. So, where is this one? They once had a Ku Klux Klan day. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, and over like, over like a hundred thousand people came. It, it was in like. Was it a recruitment day or was it? I, dude, a, I, I have no together? idea. I have no idea. So I just wanted to point out that there there were some dark times in some the Texas State Fair history, but it got moved to Dallas, where it's now held at the Dallas Fairgrounds. Fairgrounds where the cotton where they host the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, and the Texas State Fair is the biggest state fair in the United States. I'm it, sure not segregating it helped with that. I'm sure it helped. Uh, you know, just like more numbers. Like double the yeah, numbers. like double the numbers. Yeah. Uh, they are the only fair with a full car show. Wow. Um, they, they try and host it around the uh, OU Texas football game. Okay. Um, in the Cotton Bowl, you know. Red so, River. The Red, Red River, River rivalry. rivalry. Is that one hard That's, for you to say? Red River rivalry. Red River rivalry. Red River rivalry. Red River rivalry. Red River. I'm like an actor, my, my so I, I can starts like. starts coming yeah. out. Like oh yeah. Red River. Can you feel that? By the way, Sometimes. like, can you feel the score? When I say Red River, there it is. Red River, River rivalry. I don't remember you ever having trouble with any of your letters. I, I got speech therapy really early, but yeah. there's still if it's like era really oh, close together, it'll just sort of. How do you say rural? R- yeah, you don't. R- fair. R- That's fair. Do you feel like people with speech impediments avoid the the things that, that trigger it? A hundred percent. Is it conscious or unconscious? I think it's unconscious because the word rural, 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 rural yeah. Uh, yeah. I have always stumbled avoided. through, country? so I avoid it. You just say country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Red River rivalry is yeah. really hard to say. So yeah, Texas State Fair, everybody. It started in the late 1800s. It is a really fun time. They fry everything you can You're imagine. You're definitely going to enjoy it more now that you now know, that, you know that it used it. to be racist. So don't um, forget, next time you're enjoying a 30-foot-long corn dog feeling light and agile, it used to be segregated. Texas State Fair, not sponsored by White Gill. Um, <laughs> Texas so State Fair, last... not sponsored by the KKK. Oh, God. Dot, dot, uh, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Anymore. anymore. So one last little fun factoid is it's only not happened a few times. Okay. World War One, World War Two, and COVID. That's a pretty good track. That's a pretty record, good track honestly. record. Honestly, like, that's yeah. a pretty good track record. Yeah, that's not bad. I want to. I would love to meet somebody who was genuinely, actually, very upset when they didn't do the fair because of COVID. 
Right. Because you know, because you know, somebody, you know, Mammy with the cigarette who dude, burned there, down big there anyway are, was like, they're taking away the fair. Of course, she was also mad when they let black people in. So, do we true. really care? She about was her really thing? mad when they made her. Oh, I bet she burned her robe at, at because she yeah, was still mad. Was that makes a lot of sense. Thing. Weird protest thing. Yeah, mm, Mammy. No, Mammy. To be clear, we don't know anyone. This named is Mammy. not a specific this is person, not like our grandma, or it might be your or grandma. Any, it might be, uh, and that's okay. That's fine. Because as we talked about before, you know, people change. People people grow. People grow. Mammies typically don't. But people get we older. love them anyway. <laughs> it goes from being really mean and cruel to just kind of being cute. Just like, ah. Uh, it's like, ah, uh, you, you're uh, so impotent. Mammy, you're so You bigoted. used to be useful. It's adorable. <laughs> That's our small town of the week. Our small town of the week, thankfully, is not racist as far as I know. That's good. And I'm tempted to say I'm not sure because the town's name is uncertain. Uncertain. This is a real town? That's the actual name. I'm not uncertain about the name of the town. You're that is the, the town's name. name. Is uncertain. Okay. Uncertain Texas is a city in Harrison County, Texas. All right. And according to the 2010 census, the population was 94 down from 150. That is wow. <laughs> and for such a very small town, it was incorporated in 1961, which is when our dad was okay. born. Um, I don't know if that's connected or anything. Maybe. Maybe. They had a mayor. Okay. Which is rare for That's such rare a small for town. A town that small. It has been noted for its unusual place name, which makes perfect sense. And yep. this is how this is how it got the name. The original residents weren't sure what they were going to name the town, so where in the form that you fill out whenever you incorporate, they just put uncertain, meaning they were uncertain, they were uncertain what they were going to name it. Registered as, as uncertain, uncertain Texas, which I think is just so funny, dude. Dude, I love that. It's like whenever it, it would be like if you were gonna name your kid and you put placeholder, like, yeah, and that was the or kid's just name. IDK, right? IDK, yeah. TBD, yeah, TBD, <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, it's TB. <laughs> Rain check. Rain check. <laughs> nice. Um, so it's right by Caddo Lake. Okay. It extends into Louisiana, the actual lake. Okay. Um, it's known for a massive weed problem. Uh, as in like as in actual weeds. Weeds is in weeds, not, not like weed, pot, but weeds. but weeds. Okay. And this is kind of fun. Um, <laughs> there are several scenes from Shark Night 3D that were filmed at Caddo Lake. At Caddo at Lake. Uncertain. What? As well as several scenes from the 1966 film Curse of the Swamp Creature. Are you serious? I'm serious, this yeah. This is a pretty cool town. It's a fun little town, and it has a flea market that's apparently very popular. Okay. Called the Uncertain Flea Market. That's actually kind of a fun name for that. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, and it's, uh, this is almost like, I can't believe it's not butter. It's like, I'm uncertain it's Texas. Yeah. And it's actually super diverse. Um, okay. yeah. Over 60% of the population is non-white. That's good. Yeah. Do you know what day they're allowed to go to the state fair? Um, they're still not allowed actually. Ah, yeah. Uh, Cause un- they're uncertain. Uncertain. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> uncertain Texas brought to you by, what do you want for dinner? Oh man. I thought that was clever. That was funny. That was, you know, that was good. That's like a midnight set at Vulcan kind of joke. <laughs> I like that. I'm telling you, my For those of you career who can't see here. us, which is all of you, <laughs> we are hanging around about as white trash as we ever We are, are shirtless. Shirtless is I don't know why. Because why not? This is the mood we're in today. Because you know what? That's that's today. Hashtag mood. Hashtag it's warm outside. Yeah. I've all got, right. I've got on the squat shorts that are like 
um, super short. That are super, they're the runner shorts. Yeah. Dude, what's yeah. crazy is, okay, so I had well, a this medium is, This pair. is an extra large. I had an extra large, and it still fits. Yeah. It, I don't know how. Like, I think that just means the waist The waist is too more. big, but like, yeah, I could. Just crazy. It's weird. We're, we're shirtless. We don't have cameras right now. We'll get there. I do have a badass for us that falls in line with, well, being uncertain about some things, but it does. our Tejas badass. Um, uh, KS is. Yo soy Lance Edward Armstrong. Ooh. Formerly known as Lance Gunderson, born September 18th, 1971. Hold on. His original name was Gunderson? Yeah. So he actually, his real dad was a Gunderson, but then his <laughs> mom, you got to remember his mom was like 16 when she yeah. had him, married a guy named Armstrong. Mm. He adopted Lance, but they okay. got divorced later too. He's got a lot of trust issues, sure. obviously. Um, Couldn't tell. Could not tell. So a little bit about Lance, other than the fact that he did truly, all jokes aside, raise a ton of awareness and money for testicular cancer research, Mm -hmm. which, as we just heard from our sponsors, Manscaped, affects men as young as 15 years old. Yeah. That's something I didn't even know until they sent the new ad reads over. Yeah. No idea that, like, a 15-year-old kid could get testicular cancer yeah i mean i remember even in sports they would check yeah. us for hernia and checking for cancer so i'm gonna do something we've never done before i'm gonna be serious about lance armstrong for like two minutes start the clock okay lance armstrong Man, is an go. american former professional road racing cyclist regarded as a sports icon for winning the tour de france seven consecutive times wow. from 1999 to 2005 Armstrong's reputation was tarnished by a doping scandal that led him to be stripped of his Tour de France titles. At age 16, Armstrong began competing as a triathlete and a national sprint course triathlon triathlon champion in 1989 and 1990. In 1992, he began his career as a professional cyclist with the Motorola team. He had success between 1993 and 1996 with a world championship in 1993, the Classica de San Sebastian. In 1995, Tour de Pont, and in 1995 and 1996, and a handful of stage victories in Europe, including Stage 8 of the 1993 Tour de France and Stage 18 of the 1995 Tour de France. And then in 1996, he was diagnosed with a potentially fatal metastatic testicular cancer. After his recovery, he founded the Lance Armstrong Foundation, now the Livestrong Foundation, to assist other cancer survivors. So, lots of flack lots of opinions float around armstrong's name sure we have used it as the butt of many jokes on this podcast i don't recall (laughs) in a segment we like to call land sightings don't forget send us your land sightings at texaspod at gmail.com but i was curious to know what are your real opinions of lance armstrong because we've joked about him a we lot. We joke about him a lot. But I don't think I've ever actually heard you say your real opinion. No, that's fair. Lance Armstrong, um, who is a Texas badass. He is undoubtedly a Texas yeah. badass and represented Texas well throughout his racing career. Mm-hmm. I remember reading one of his book, like the biography, yeah. way back when it came out. Yeah. And it really is kind of a tell-all of like, look, every single person in the that finished in any type of top position yeah. was doping. Not even top, just all the... Yeah. Just pull up the list of competitors and look, from the Tour de France from 1980 to no, now. Pull, pull up the list of Tour de France winners, period, and... Well, there's cheating, for sure. Cheating, for sure. Like, yeah. there there are... There are tale of people who would put, like, 
uh, fishing line around something, bite it, and have a car a mile up, like, pull Pulling them. them. So, cheating in the Tour de France is not new. Yeah. It just evolves. Mm-hmm. Obviously, as a person, I am opposed morally to cheating. I think it is wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it is honorable. And one of my values is honor. Mm-hmm. So, that said, Lance Armstrong is obviously a dishonorable competitor. Yeah. And when you watch the Oprah interview, he doesn't really seem to regret it. No. He, ha- he has no... The, the thing he seems to regret is that his reputation got tarnished. And it's more... Do you think it got tarnished by the steroid usage, or do you think he denied it so much? I think it's that thing where, like, the, yeah. with baseball, because... um, uh, Clemens, Clemens and Bonds denied it for so, so long, long that it's not even about that they did it, it's that they denied yeah, it. Yeah, it's that you lied about it. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like, I get what you're doing, but at the end of the day, he lost his title, so... The funniest part about the Oprah interview was Oprah acting like she, like, couldn't wrap her head right. around the fact that somebody would do whatever it takes to win. to win like wasn't she interviewing midgets who were banging their mailman's mom or something when she was first starting out i'll be honest i don't remember okay i remember that like um, when she was first coming up she was doing like jerry springer stuff was she really yeah and it was just to get views interesting and then I'll when she was that. finally famous she like stopped doing sure. it but that's what make, rubs me the wrong way because like and obviously that you and i are similar in that way yeah Starting out that way to get something bothers yeah. me. Yeah. And it's why we refuse to do a lot of things. A on lot this of things. Podcast. Yeah. I was even talking to, to Avo today about like, look, we try not to go certain ways because one, we don't know enough to, to be yeah. intelligent about the topic. And two, we, we don't want to be clickbaity. Yeah, exactly. Uh, We've actually recorded an episode that was clickbaity and, and never, we released never aired it, it uh, because so it was too clickbaity. Suck it, everybody. Um, We're really genuine. <laughs> we have, we have integrity. <laughs> we are purists. We uh, have integrity, damn it. And it is, sorry, I just anyway. had it. It was very funny to watch Oprah be like, how could you do it? So like, this you is, know exactly what he did. Uh, yeah. As as a competitor, I respect yeah. the hell out of Lance Armstrong. Mm-hmm. I worked for the Livestrong Foundation. Yeah. Um, Did you work in, for it when it was the Lance Armstrong Foundation or when it was so officially it, it the was, Livestrong? It was officially Livestrong because he had just done the Oprah interview as I was brought on board. So I got brought on board during the turmoil as a PR, as a PR, you know, intern. And my, it was actually, it was a really great experience. Yeah. I never got to meet him or see him in the office. Mm -hmm. I think he was going through some stuff. I think he was not allowed in Um, the office at that point. Right. mm -hmm. But you know what? It's, it's that thing where I don't know what's true and what's not true, but I've heard from enough sources that he's kind of a dick. Yeah. Like most hyper winners are. I think recently are. even he acknowledges. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not a fun guy. Yeah. And the the truth of the matter is a lot of very high performing, especially males, are not fun. They're not fun. Like, I, I don't think Michael Jordan thinks that he's a fun dude. Yeah. I, I, I think Michael Jordan has a lot of great qualities. Yeah. Being cool and chill is yeah. probably not one of them. I mean, not to bring, not to be clickbaity, but like, I don't think Will Smith has ever been known to be a nice guy. Um, I think he's been known to be cool, but I don't sure. think he's ever been I, known. I actually have no idea. Like, um, generous guy, yes, but as far as, like, a nice guy? Yeah, I mean, I uh, I listened to his, his autobiography on the yeah. way to uh, Big Bend, and it was interesting because <laughs> once I finished it, I and having seen the slap, I was yeah. like, that makes perfect sense. Well, I mean, dude, if you watch his YouTube series, Lance Armstrong, we'll get right back. We're going to be right back to Lance. If you watch the youtube series where he's getting in shape yeah he's mean to everybody yeah 
he's not a nice guy. And it's like that Joe, it's that Philly meanness. Yeah. It's that like, you know, whenever you're on a sport team, yeah. you love each other by making fun of each other. Yeah. It's that, but there's a weirdness to it because he's Will Smith. So yeah. it, he desires so much. Well, to there's be, also clips where he's like, I don't have to be ready. I stay ready. Like he's yeah. being mean. He's being mean. Staff. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I, I totally get that. Um, Back to Lance Armstrong. Back to Lance Armstrong. Hyper winner. I respect him as a competitor. Um, I I don't I don't think I can say like I admire him in any way. Mm-hmm. He has never said or or done anything as a person. Yeah. Other than starting a foundation because mm-hmm. he had cancer. Yeah. So the good outweighs the bad for mm-hmm. sure. But like as a person, his values and like the things he stands for, mm. I don't know that that I could could level with could it. level with it. Do you think um, he gets enough credit for starting the foundation? No, though? especially not now. Yeah, um, because the foundation itself is amazing. I and it I was the first of its it. kind. It was one of the first of its kind. Um, it when I worked there, I talked to so many people who would not have been able to pay for any treatment without the help that the Livestrong Foundation gave them. When we had Marty Butler on the show, and the Butler bros did the original and the new like Livestrong branding, he shared the story of their dad had Uh cancer, and the foundation gave very generously generously. to his father and to to help him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's absolutely amazing, man. I, um... So I will always appreciate that mm-hmm. because we have our own cancer death in our yeah, family uh-huh. as well as someone fighting it actively, actively right now. Actively right now. Yeah. Um, what about you, man? I See, I almost, I think I had the fact that I actually sort of respect the heck out of him in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. As a person or a competitor? As a competitor. Because... Mm-hmm. We can talk all day about, yeah, he cheated. It was bad. He shouldn't have cheated. He still did the work. He still, and the, so I, I'm the guy when it comes to baseball of, yeah, Barry Bonds did steroids. He still had to have the best swing of all time to hit a 95 mile an hour slider still had to out have, of the park. Dude, I'm reading uh, the the sports gene right now. Yeah. And it goes into detail about yeah. how rare you are as a person to mm-hmm. be able to hit a baseball exactly so steroids don't do that for steroids you. steroids don't do that for you they just make you recover faster right and probably a little bit stronger and make your face bigger the other piece of the tour de france specifically is if you emotionally respond to he cheated he used steroids he shouldn't have it you're an idiot because you've yeah. never read about how this is like one of the most dangerous sport events in the world mm-hmm because of the altitude and the distance at which these guys are pedaling themselves up and down through. Dude, yeah. By the time they're done, their bone density is eroded. Like, there's almost an argument to be made of they should be doping. Yeah. Because if they don't... Well, and the way that they dope is dangerous, too. Yeah. They have to get up in the middle of the night and spin or their blood will stop moving. Yep. Which is crazy. (laughs) So it's almost like, dude, I in a way have a lot of respect for guys like Jordan and guys like Armstrong absolutely who want to win so badly that they're willing to not be liked yeah they're 100% willing to go to the grave with no friends because they see the potential to win Mm -hmm. and think that's more important 
I don't identify with that. I'm not that kind of person, nor am no, I that no. kind of athlete. But where a lot of people seem to veer toward horrible person, I almost veer toward, I think you just don't understand him. Yeah. So there's that part. I do think he could be nicer to people, but at the same time, no, I mean, he, he can't act like a victim for sure, but like no dad was raised by a teenager by the time he's famous, he's 20 something. <laughs> then he gets testicular cancer in yeah. front of the world. And then he has not just reporters in his face all the time, but he has the anti-doping agency knocking on his door yeah. when he's trying to take his kids to school. Like, I think there is a reality that he has such trust issues that of course he's mean to everybody. He thinks everyone's going to stab him in the back because they have, because they have. So I don't know. I, and, and in fairness, his teammates sold him out. Yeah. I mean, cause that's the other piece is we don't talk about how everyone else on that team was doping. And then they threw him under the bus as soon as they could. Yeah. And then was it because he was a dick? Probably. Of course. Like, did he earn the position of guy thrown under the bus? Prop, like yeah yeah absolutely but let's not look over the fact that okay there were six guys on that team and mm-hmm. all six doped none of the other guys really had to suffer for it like yeah. lance had to suffer for it on behalf of everybody yeah so there's that piece i i don't know i just i i think that it sucks that when it comes to greatness mm-hmm. we look for reasons to discount it yeah with with lance there's more legitimate reasons for sure but sure. even with tom brady like there's people who will root against tom brady with serena williams there's people who will try and find reasons to and it's so dumb it's so dumb it's like dude you're why witnessing... can't you just celebrate greatness <laughs> just celebrate greatness i will say this though um when i say muhammad ali what do you think uh, float like a butterfly, sing like a bee excellent and you think like great boxer right i think great boxer bad husband sure absolutely even when you say mlk honestly from what i've read i think great leader great civil rights activist wonderful person bad husband yeah potentially so my point is like you know we've moved past ali Mm -hmm. and we remember him as this great boxer he the end of his career was terrible really yeah it was atrocious he came out of retirement so many times he made a mockery of the sport fighting people he should never have fought but we remember his great fights. Yeah. And we lift him up as mm-hmm. as a picture of success. I mean, how many people who are driven and growth minded have that picture of Ali standing over standing over is it Frazier? Uh, I think it's Frazier, yeah. yeah. Uh whenever he won the title. Yeah. And time allows us to celebrate that, I mm-hmm. think. So yeah. I think part of it is it's still too fresh with Lance Armstrong mm-hmm. and a little too niche. Like he had his moment. But who actually cares about cycling? I mean, no one did until... But that's the other thing. That's the other thing. He brought cycling into the forefront. No one cared about cycling until Lance Armstrong was winning a yellow jersey. The difference between him and MJ, right, is like, we'll always think of Michael Jordan as the greatest basketball player. Yeah. Basketball was already popular, but like, we'll always hold him in esteem. Cycling is still popular in a lot of ways. Mostly among beer-gutted 40-year-olds. But but we don't think about Lance Armstrong when we see cycles anymore. That's true because he's a dick yeah so i do think of him when i see yellow i do think of him when i see Meliani's. so <laughs> yeah 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 um so what all to bring it home trying to what i'm curious about what do you think is the most texan thing about someone even like lance armstrong yeah 
Because we've even we've talked a lot of crap about yeah. another Texan, Ted Cruz, the past yeah, few weeks. We have. I want to believe there's something Texan about him. I absolutely believe there is. So let's start um, with Lance. Let's start with we'll Lance. We'll get to Ted another time because sure. his office has still not responded to me. Yeah, man. Hey, Ted, um, I think you have an intern problem as dude, well. Just by the way. In case you didn't know. In case you didn't know, not only are you incompetent, your whole staff is. Back to Lance. <laughs> what is the most... In fairness, if you are a staffer for a politi- like a politician, I, I also would never try to never be around. Because it true. never ends well. It's never going to end well for you. Oh, man. Um, anyway. Anyway. What is the most Texan thing about someone who we would maybe hesitate to claim as our own? Sure. But maybe we should still claim them. In the case of Lance Armstrong, for me, it's as simple as another of my values that he represents, grit. Mm-hmm. Grit is so underrated and I think misunderstood. Wow. I was gonna try and like make a, make something meaningful out of that, Sorry. and you undercut it, and I just. <sighs> For those of you listening at home, Gunner just farted. Gunner just farted, <sighs> and I'm kind of waiting to see if it comes around. I think we're fine. You go first. No, you go. No, first. I'm. I'm. I don't want to now. I would love to hear what you have to say. Use some of that grit to get through this. <sighs> I'm gonna grit my teeth. <laughs> Grit is one of the things that I think is the most Texan. And through everything that Lance Armstrong went through, he still woke up in the morning and decided to be a winner. He chose to go through temporary pain to achieve greatness. And that took extraordinary amount of grit through, you know, um, unstable home life, through divorces, through cancer, through... You know, public. just public humiliation. Public humiliation, because we can't call it slander. A lot of it was Because it was, yeah, most yeah. of it was true. So just the ability to take all of it and win anyway. Yeah. Because he had a mission and he was going to achieve it come hell or high water. Mm-hmm. And that is grit. Yeah. I agree. So I respect that. I would say the most Texan thing about Lance Armstrong, who we didn't see this week. Uh, if you no. saw him, let us know is generosity Hmm. because again i don't think people want to point it out because they hate so much that he cheated that he vandalized the integrity of a sport they weren't paying attention to in the first place yeah side note europeans cheated everything that's a whole other podcast a whole other podcast like f1 they cheat soccer they cheat anyway um, I, i think they look man if there is a competition there are a select number of people who are going to cheat no matter what. No matter what. And their names are Russians. So, um, and Italians and French people. Those are all white people, by the way, just so yeah. we're clear. Um, generosity. Generosity. Because there is a reality that even though his name's not on it anymore, mm-hmm. what he started is still one of the most effective philanthropic organizations in the country yeah it is one of the most highly regarded um cleanest reporting you know all of that yeah like there are so many nonprofits that start and fail and start and fail and are quite frankly not effective and don't do what they say they do yeah from the get-go the lance armstrong foundation now the Livestrong foundation 
has done so much and raised so much money and raised so much awareness and gathered so much data about testicular cancer that you can't deny its effectiveness on the world. And I think there's a reality that Lance could have found a way with the right lawyers to shut that down. Maybe. Like, there, there was probably a few ways he could have gone about it differently, but he allowed the foundation, even when it kicked him out, to keep running. And, and I, I see generosity. I see sure. generosity in him starting it, and I yeah. see generosity in the whole act itself. All right. I'll, you know what? I'll give it to you. I won't give take it back me. at all. Yeah. Well, let me have it. Plus, we're ending the episode, so we can't start an argument right now. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, Lance Armstrong, Armstrong, badass of the week, topic of of our conversation. We'll get back to making fun of him next week. Yeah, absolutely. We'll uh, give him. uh, Ted Cruz, uh, Central Texas office, respond to my emails. They're only gonna get worse. Oh man, I'm so excited. And I sure hope. Do we need a lawyer? That nobody that listens to this podcast also emails you. Because that would be terrible. That would be awful if... If you started getting flooded with questions. If even 20 people listening right now yeah. snagged the email for the office from our Instagram and also reached out. And asked, hey, why haven't you why responded, haven't you to, responded, the responded Texas people? to Texas I really don't want that to happen. No matter what you do, don't do that. Do not. Do that. Do not send any emails to Ted Cruz's office asking for a response to the Texas podcast. That would be terrible. Don't even try. Mm-mm. Bye, Bye, y'all. y'all.